0: Welcome to the Obstacles Opportunities Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Powell.
1: And I'm your co-host, Heather Kane. And we are so excited to have a special guest with us today. Her name is Heather Border and she is with the Alliance Global Advisors. But that's the business side. Let's talk personal for a hot second. So I met Heather. She was a neighbor of mine. And you know when you see someone and you're like, wow. Like, she's a badass. Like, the girl is like sprinting, she's running, she's doing the beach, she's got like three kids. Like, she puts on incredible parties. She always is smiling, she always has this incredible positive energy. And you know, when you see someone, you're like, I think I need to know her, right? Yeah. And so I didn't even know on the business side. I just thought she was an incredible mom. And then I realized not only is she an incredible mom, but she's also an incredible entrepreneur, a businesswoman. This girl
2: can juggle like nobody's business. So welcome, Heather. Oh, Thank you so much for having me. And I, Heather, I absolutely feel the same way about you. So <laughs> I was very grateful for the time that we got to live close to one another and watch our kids thrive in that environment. Yeah. So, I think and Jeff, very you, nice to meet you today.
1: Were you pregnant at the time? I wonder, say, I I think you feel may like. I'm pregnant, was, like,
2: always pregnant for <laughs> five years straight, <laughs> pregnant.
1: So I feel like you either had just had your daughter, no, 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 you hadn't, because I remember you saying oh, no, like this was not planned. Correct. Right? She yeah. was your oopsie, right? Total
2: total surprise, total blessing. So I think when you and I had met, I had just had Harrison, which is my middle one. Uh-huh. Um, and because we had moved in the, in the neighborhood about six years ago now. Yeah. And then I had Madeline shortly after, like a solid 16 months after. <laughs> oh, wow. So oh, wow. surprise, blessing, yeah. of course. But. <laughs> yeah, but you got your girl. I got my and girl. And she is your mini me. She's totally boss lady, boss lady of the house, but just um, what a fun She's addition! Rolling those boys
1: all around the house, right? Yeah. sure <laughs> she has to, uh, right? So, to
2: keep up. up. But we have two more boys in the cul-de-sac, so it's like Madeline and like her four boys that are just like running the running the cul-de-sac, running the neighborhood. I love it. So Heather, one, thing, you know, this is all about obstacles to opportunities,
1: and you know, to be as driven as you are, and to lead an incredible team. Did you say? 30? Thirteen advisors, mm-hmm. you know, what is it that you felt growing up that made you have that tenacity, that ambition, that, and the vision to create what you have
2: today? Yeah, well... Um, you know, I'll try to give you like the short answer, um, but or, or more condensed in nature. But I think a lot of it, I mean, look, a lot of it stems from childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So I had two and have two very driven uh, parents who were, were self-made individually. Um, and I think just the culmination of watching their, you know, hard work ethic, watching their drive, being part of it. Um, my dad owned a hotel here in Naples, Florida. So we grew up in Naples, Florida. Um, and have very fond memories of Naples back when it was so not what as hotel? Crazy. Yeah, what hotel so was it? So today it's the Bellisera, um, okay. And it used to be the Howard Johnsons. So. No. <laughs> so no, the Hojo? The Hojo. So I was like the stand-in front desk manager I when I was like ten years old. I love it. <laughs> and it was connected to there was a restaurant connected to it. So if the hostess didn't show up, my ten-year-old self, hostess. I was the hostess <laughs> too. It's amazing. You just so, get like thrown into entrepreneurship <laughs> Absolutely. early okay Absolutely. and you just you watch your parents figure it out yeah. right so um I watched my dad my dad's been in real estate um in the southwest Florida area uh his whole life and I watched him kind of unravel some very difficult situations um by just kind of leaning in and getting it done and leaning on, on his relationships um I watched my mom uh create you know um uh, you know, a decent amount of wealth for herself and watch her build her own team and build her empire uh, from the ground up. She's a financial advisor. She recently retired. So, I think having that embedded in your childhood and, and watching and experiencing your parents try to kind of work through the hardship of the, you know, get it all done and raise the family. Um, I just think that that's a big, big piece of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I also, um, for those of you who don't know me well, I I had a brother growing up as well, um, and I, I bring him up because um, he passed away in, in 2005 and tomorrow is his 19th year uh, anniversary of of him not being with us. But, you know, he was such a a big piece of of my story as well, because, you know, I grew up with, you know, he was the other half of me. It was my, you know, my only sibling. And so when he passed away in 2005, I was, you know, 21 years old. And At that moment in time, you know, I I got to wake up one day and my life was never the same. Mm -hmm. And so then going, you know, into my 20s and 30s, it's like I just I had this experience that what I felt was others um, in my peer group did not have. And Mm -hmm. it just, it gave me a a different level of perspective. Um, Obviously, extremely humbling, obviously, you know, extremely, you know, heartbreaking and and heart opening at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I just try to, you know, use his passion, my parents' passion and dedication um, as I live my life day to day and, you know, continue to build my team and my brand and my family all at once. Yeah.
1: You know, it's it's interesting because, I feel like anytime we have something that hits us like that, right? We realize that freaking go for it mm-hmm. because why not? Cause tomorrow is not guaranteed. Right. And I, you know, mm-hmm. to use what happened with your brother, which is devastating to grow and build what you did today. I mean, he's looking down on you and just freaking giving you this yeah. big old warm hug. Right. Oh, he's so absolutely. proud of you. And so Now, as far as your business, like, you know, you explained a little bit earlier to us, but what made you want to go and become an entrepreneur since you saw the hardships with your parents and you saw the roller coasters. And I love it because I think about that with my kids, right? You know, my husband and I, you know, we didn't come from entrepreneurship and we built everything we have built from the ground up and you pray that your kids are seeing that and will do it's the same. instilling
0: something in yeah. there, even though it is hard, Absolutely. right? I get a lot of why, mom, like why? And I'm like, well, you mm-hmm. know, this is what it takes. Yeah. Like, this is what it takes. So you learn that at like an early age. yeah. So take us to now, mm-hmm. like you're, you know, you graduated and you're ready to like hit the ground running professionally. Mm-hmm. So what, what kind of spurred
2: you on to take on your own thing? I would say that... When I think about the days where my kids are watching, the days that I love most when they watch are the days when I fail. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a piece is. It's so important to allow your children to watch you fail and to watch you pick it back up. And that's what my parents did really well. They didn't, they never hid it from me, right? They shared it with me. They spoke with me about it. And so I have this piece within me that says, you know, all right, so failure is going to happen no matter what. It's it's how you overcome it and how you move through it. So, um, my career my my career journey really started um, when I was an advisor's to um, uh, several pension funds during the global financial crisis. Um, and very early on in my career I had to report or I would say I was I was given the opportunity to report the results coming out of the global financial crisis and as I was reporting I was reporting to very large pension funds think of you know the state of Florida CalSTRS, et etc where um, you're watching you're in the boardroom and you're presenting and it was it almost for me turned to be like an out-of-body experience mm-hmm. because you're presenting, the fact that their portfolio and their their retirement funds had just decreased you know 60 70 sometimes 80% mm-hmm. um, and you're seeing the tears of these you know these beneficiaries of these pensions you know and and you're you're feeling the ener- energetically um, what's going on in the boardroom and so From then on, um, I I knew that I was going to be very, very passionate about the institutional uh, real estate um, industry. And I knew that that's where I would land, and that's probably where I'll stay for some time. Uh, So that being said... um, just using that experience um, my business partner Jennifer Stevens and I decided to create a firm called Alliance Global Advisors and we launched in 2020 Um, and really the the breadth and depth of our our firm is to help investment managers uh, better serve the investors and so that those investors don't have the type of experience that we witnessed in the global financial crisis the GFC as I I commonly refer to it as Um, and so we've um, we've since you know been very, uh, grateful for the amount of growth that we've had within our organization. Um, the investment managers show up and they really do want to do better by the investors, uh, which I encourage us to keep growing and keep, um, you know, promoting our business and, uh, keep leaning into our business model. Um, and the investors have, have turned back and been very grateful for, um, what we brought to the industry as well.
1: But okay. You just mentioned a, a pivotal point in 2020, you launched a company. Well, a lot of things hit happened. the fan Yes, right at that we time. We just kind of
0: skipped over that part. <laughs>
1: so what I love that you just said is you weren't scared of failure because I think the reason why most people don't enter into entrepreneurship is because of they're afraid to fail, Absolutely. right? And they're pray- afraid to visibly fail. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I love to do is I speak out what's going to happen when it hasn't happened yet so that that way I'm held accountable to it. So if I fail, that means I got to pick my pants back up and try again until I succeed, right? Power of manifestation. Power of manifestation. So because you weren't afraid to fail, you were okay with launching when a pandemic happened. So tell us how that worked.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, my business partner and I, we joke about this story quite often, Um, but we had prepared for our launch for several months. Uh, We had scheduled our launch um, mid-March in 2020, and then, as we all know, the world shut down um, mid-March, and we were trying to kind of culminate our thoughts and figure out, you know, do we go, do we wait? And, you know, what what we came to is that there was really going to be no good time to launch. Um, But what we didn't want to come across is that we weren't being, you know, mindful of the hardships that the world was going through at that moment in time. Um, So we tried to, you know, humbly launch, intentionally launch um, with the intent to really, you know, do better and and change the industry. And if it was a slow start, we were going to be okay with that. Um, So we figured, you know, why not April 1st? Um, So (laughs) off we went. (laughs) And I'll say my favorite moment of that day. There were many favorite moments of that day. But my favorite moment of the day was when I received an email and the email said, um, I've never met you. Um, I have no idea who you are, or or what or what you do. Um, but any person that has the balls to launch in this type of environment <laughs> uh, I want them to be my forever partner. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And that was my first our first client. Amazing. <laughs> so, oh, do you have that phrase? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I totally frame? I know we're late. Yeah, not totally. Some um, you know, some people frame their first checks, some people, right. you know, frame frame absolutely. their first tax return whatever it right. may be, but that is the email that um, Jen and I will forever be grateful for. Well, it shows <laughs> that
1: you I mean, I hate to say this, that you've got, you know, you've got some yeah, I won't say the word, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've got tenacity yeah. to like go after and do that. And that's, especially in the financial world, that's who you want to be aligned with. Absolutely. Right. So how do you juggle it all, Heather? I mean, to see, I mean, your three beautiful kids before you came here, you said you were a chapel with your kiddos, like running an empire and
2: you're how do you do it all? Yeah. I think. You know, um, I will say most days it doesn't feel like I'm I'm doing it all at, you know, um, well, but it, it's once again, you just, you show people who you are and you show up as you are. And I don't try to sugarcoat anything. So, you know, my teammates will call and I say, Oh, Hey, I'm just, you know, I'm having a little bit of a rough day today, or let me call you back in 30 minutes when I, you know, um, drop the kid off at school or whatever it needs to be. And I think that that piece of what, um, you know, 2020 and this like exposure to humanity that that happened post 2020, I am very very grateful as a mom, and I'm very very grateful as a business owner because I will say if I look back um, as I was, you know, raising my children when they were very little, I don't think that transparency was as accepted as it is today. Mm -hmm. I agree because we
0: all got to see each other working
2: at home. Yeah. right.
0: Everyone had a camera into your home, like like, through zoom. And so they saw it. absolutely, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, whether you wanted them to or not. I mean your kids are like popping up on the screen yeah. and like interrupting things. I mean uh, yeah. that's
1: before we figured out how you can have a virtual thing in the <laughs> <Right>. too.
0: <laughs> oh, my kids would have figured out how to get through the virtual event. Or sometimes
2: you see the hand through the right. virtual event. That's exactly. always my favorite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the little the little hand. That's a good point though. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the piece where it just it changed for me is that I was able to stop, or I just made a decision to stop. You know, hiding the mess, right? Mm-hmm. And the mess and the chaos is just you know part of the life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I allow my partners to see it. I allow my teammates to see it. Um, my 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 business partner Jennifer Stevens, she's also a working mom, and so we just you know we talk through it. And we talk is through the Uh, She spends part of her time in Naples and then part of her time in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, awesome. So how did you,
1: because partnerships are tough, Yeah, right? Um, I coach a lot of our agents that, you know, are interested in becoming a partner or are partnerships. So how did you guys find each other?
2: Well, we had a similar experience um, at the consultant firm that I spoke with earlier. So we both started our careers there. Um, so we had a, a very similar experience um, going into the little fi- financial crisis and coming out of it. Um, and then she stayed at Townsend uh, for 17 years. Um, and then when I started working in this capacity, I essentially kind of self-launched on my own mm-hmm. and then thought, all right, who is the best and the brightest in the industry? And there was no doubt in my mind that it was Jennifer Stevens. Um and so I had several, you know, conversations with her and I definitely, um, you know, I, I did my best not to push, but <laughs> I did all my manifestations and tried to attract the best talent. And um, that's when we came together and culminated Alliance Global Advisors. So, um, you know, we continue to work on our partnership. It's, you know, it's it's always a work of It's process. like a marriage, it's a, right? It's a complete marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the utmost respect for her and I'm, I'm extremely grateful to work alongside her uh, daily, <laughs> And she's, I mean, she's truly just like an inspiring individual. So,
1: you know, there's, you just said the the most important thing, you respect the heck out of her, yeah. right? I feel oh, like yeah. with any partnership, that's, that's really, it's opposite strengths yeah. and respect because yeah. without those two things, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing can come of it. Yeah. Right. What would you say, you know, in, in a partnership environment, um, what would you say are your strengths versus her strengths?
2: Ooh, um,
1: or do you just combine together and conquer?
2: Yeah, I would say we ebb and flow a little bit, you know, and one of the things I think we've learned from one another that has been really kind of, um, changing and for, for me at least is that I think it's so important to, when you're, when you find yourself at a, you know, a, a challenging moment where we, we don't agree because we're two very different individuals, but our values are very much aligned Yeah, so we like, come at it from a different angle, <laughs> okay. right? Which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's and, good. Yeah. Um, whenever I find that we're kind of come at a a cross in the road it's like I just have to sit back and take my time and think about okay her perception of Mm -hmm. the situation or how she's coming across it and not try to like egoically go after it right like Mm -hmm. just sit back and think okay well this is how she's thinking about it this is how I'm thinking about it and try to find a way and find your common ground and then Nine times out of ten we just have a conversation and yeah. we get there pretty quickly. Yeah. You
1: know, it's funny. Um our last episode was all about forgiveness and we talked about some of our strengths and our weaknesses. And one of my weaknesses is, you know, I I'm an all in or all out yeah. person, right? And so I'm like push and, push. and yeah. And so <laughs> but going into this year, that's one of the things that I've worked so hard on is just biting my tongue, looking at someone else's perspective and not just immediately shutting it down, right? Because I'm a shut it down, move on, shut it down, move on, which at the end of the day, let's, let's chat about that because that was something that I actually in my devotions this morning and made me reflect on the success that we have. Are you the type of person that honors the success or do you go
2: done, move on to the next? I'm trying to get better at honoring, right? It's hard I'm trying right? to get better at sitting at it. I I mean I, I I do believe I'm I have a lot of strength in the gratitude practice, right? Mm-hmm. And that to me is Well, you're honoring. a yogi, aren't you? I'm a total yogi. <laughs> I've been, you know, deep in my meditation practice lately. Um, I think the piece that, that I have been trying to to change that is not in my DNA is like just this this piece of attraction versus push so like especially you know i talked about my childhood and it's like i was always told like you can have whatever you want just go get it right and so you you're doing and you go and you yeah. do and you do right. when you do and you on and on and on um and so the, the the change that i'm allowing myself to experience is more of just like the sitting back and receiving and attracting mm-hmm. and i've seen a, a, a vast difference in my life since I've kind of made that change but if I um, don't think about it or don't honor it I go back into the doing doing yeah <laughs> right, doing right. Mode. Pushing, it, pushing 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 pushy. So, and that can be exhausting so for ingrained. others too <laughs> I think at some
0: point I mean I would say a lot of successful people would say they like the checklist they like yeah. doing there there is something in like inherent in in successful people that 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 likes the accomplishment and the yeah. moving forward and the co- you know all that so I think it is. It is important to think about, like you said, stop, reflect. Let's think back at what we've done. Yeah. Yeah. let's yeah. appreciate that. And then what you said, maybe even stop, stop the pushing so much. Yeah, I you know think the doing.
1: It yeah. is. I mean, because you're always all right. I did that. Okay, but, great. What's next? What's yeah, next, what's you know next? what I mean. Like what's yeah. next versus this? It reflect yeah. gratitude. And grow. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the second we show our gratitude and we digest it, then we grow a little bit more as a person. But if we don't, if we just keep pushing, where's the growth opportunity? Absolutely. And so I, I've been like trying really, really hard to. Mm-hmm. You. And one of the things we had talked about too is in the last episode is when you reflect and you forgive or you let go of things, it opens the door to receive.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. I think you can add on to it as well as the fact that it, it's important to be mindful of you were not you are you are a completely different person today than you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. So so often we want to come from it mm. at, at like the angle of we've always came from it, whereas you know once we move through something we're 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 completely different. Um, yeah. And so I think that opens and allows kind of more receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, than your previous version of yourself too.
1: 100% agree. So you shared with us earlier kind of like what made you become this entrepreneur, right? Having these entrepreneurial parents and then the devastation of your brother and honoring him and pushing through. Would you say right now that there's any other obstacles that you could say, like, this point in my life shifted my mindset to get me to where I am today? And how did you overcome that? Because that's what listeners are really like, mm-hmm. you know, they're like in it. A... Someone in it
0: right now. Like yeah. What would you say to them? You know, like what has been helpful for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I could just go back to my experience and like being a, a woman, especially in the real estate business. Um, it's not, you know, that's a it's a very male-driven industry. And I believe, you know, as women, we've done a great job um, showing up. Um, But it's still fairly male-dominated, at least in my space, in the institutional space as well. And so I think there were moments in my career where, you know, I just um, would show up at the table, and it was really interesting to me because a lot of times it was the women at the table that were not there to show up for one another. Mm -hmm. And so I think if if I, like, look back in my career and I think of these, like, pivotal moments, I think of, okay, like, from here on out... I just want to create a space to, like, lift one another up, mm-hmm. right, and not, um, you know, just, like, not not shut ideas down. And right. so that's where, if, it, if I kind of go back to my business, it's um, Jen and I have, like, been really devoted to create diversity of thought within our organization, um, to create a platform for the individuals of growth. Um, and I was listening to a woman speaker the other day at a conference, and, and one of the um, audience members asked, like, okay, how do we, like, how do we promote our women within the industry. And she said, you know, like, give them the pedestal, like give them a foundation, give them the microphone. And I think Mm -hmm. that's so important because um, as women, we sometimes just kind of like allow one another to keep going or she's got it, you know, I don't have to take care of her, whatever it may be. And I think as you know, you grow your team and you think about how to do things differently than how they were done in the past. And you talk about these like pivotal moments. Mm -hmm. These are just moments that I remember within my career. And I remember thinking like, I just want to do it differently. If Mm -hmm. I get the option to do it differently. I want to make sure that I'm giving them a path forward. I want to make sure that I'm handing off the microphone. I want to make sure that they see leaders. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then that's, you know, that, that foundation then creates a a larger foundation within your organization. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. Mm.
1: I love that. You know, it brings me back to, you know, when I became a real estate broker in Naples, Florida You have to join a board, right? And I remember walking into that board and, you know, I don't really know anyone here. I had been a broker in Texas Mm -hmm. for, you know, 10 years and I built an incredible business there, but I'm walking into like a brand new space, right? And I walk into that room and I said, oh, you know, I'm here to be, you know, you have to get ignited as a broker. And so I walk in and they said, oh, honey, you are, um, the sales associates are meeting down the hall. And I said, No, 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 I'm a I'm a broker. And they're like, Yes, the broker associates are down the hall. And then they kind of You're moved to a no, little no, no. bit of You're a cond- <laughs> a little bit of like that condescending where you kind of make feel a little inferior. Mm-hmm. And then I said, "No, no, no. Like I'm the big broker. Like I'm the I'm I'm actually starting my own brokerage." And they literally looked at me and like giggled and laughed, and I remember sitting at a table all by myself yeah. in a very male-dominated room, and I made the choice in that moment that I was going to dominate. Mm-hmm. I was going to take that energy that they were giving me and prove them wrong Absolutely. right and i feel like those are those moments where you you have a choice yeah. you know you have a choice of whether or not you push and you go, mm-hmm. and I had to put my big girl undies on, yeah. <laughs> even though I was terrified, and I knew I was going to fail, and I have failed multiple times, but I wouldn't be where I am today without all those failures, mm-hmm. right? And I hope my kids are watching yeah. um, and seeing us, you know, can because my husband and I both fail all the time, but without failure, you don't have growth, and so, um, you know, you have to do that. Well, we are so grateful that you yes, joined us thank today. It's been so
0: great. So good. Really so fun. good.
1: So good. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you sharing with us and I'm so excited to watch the journey of your your company just take over and help so many people um, and feel your passion. Thank you. Appreciate yes.
2: it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks,
2: ladies. Thank you.